0: Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And let's pause
1: 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Radio, 107.9 FM KUMT Randolph, and KBYU FM HD2 Provo. BYU fans, mortgage rates are down, so now is the perfect time to talk to a UCCU mortgage expert about refinancing and lowering your monthly payments. Visit uccu.com. USF looking to visit the end zone. First and goal from the two. On the first play of quarter, number four. BYU 23, South Florida 14. Things were looking up on the Chaz Alu INT moments ago, but BYU ended up doing nothing with that ensuing possession, and on the attempt to punt it away, fumbled the snap. Hunter Danny Jones did, and USF recovering, setting them up just outside the 20-yard line of BYU. Now they're down to the two, first and goal, looking to get right back in it to make it a one-score game. BYU by nine as we begin the fourth quarter, 23-14.
2: Got to be sharp in all phases, Greg, and that was one where the special team, which has been solid for BYU uh, in this game and so far this season, has uh, one of their first little mix-up, and it was extremely costly setting up USF with an extremely short field, and now here an opportunity to start off the fourth quarter with a score.
1: Kelly Joyner Jr. He's the third tailback in, the number three guy, and he's in off the right hip of Jordan McLeod. The H-back is the tight end. Mitchell Wilcox. Stop tackle left. Shotgun slap. McLeod fakes the option and takes it himself into the end zone. Off tackle right for the score. Jordan McLeod with a touchdown run of two yards. 23-20 with a PAT pending. So add two more yards to USF yardage tally. They're now at 229 on the day. BYU at 272 after three. BYU 171 rush, 101 pass. UCF 157 rush, 72 pass. And getting closer on the scoreboard as well, 23-20, and this to make it 23-21. Kobe Weiss is on for the PAT. He's 16 of 17 on his points after this year. Three seconds into quarter number four, and the Bulls score and now make it a two-point game. Work to be done here in Tampa. BYU 23, USF 21. We're taking an early fourth-quarter timeout just three seconds into the final stanza. It's a two-point game. Glad you're with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Well, folks, we all agree that uh, nobody likes spiders and mice or, frankly, any other pests. Well, Edge gets rid of all that. They create a clean, safe, and pest-free environment for you and your family. I use them. You should, too. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens for a report on uh, what has kept a diane Gunwolekou out of action today.
3: Yeah, so I finally got a report here on the sideline, and Diane Gunwalaku has a tweaked Tammy. Apparently Diane feels healthy and would like to play, but the coaches are making a decision to keep him off the field for this game uh, specifically. So I'm sure this is a one-time thing, and
1: he would be back next week um, against Boise State. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Troopers have some more game planning to do as they try and keep a lead and get out of here with a W. A first ever win in the state of Florida for BYU. Kickoff USF. Spencer Schrader sends it to Lopini Katoa at the three yard line. Comes outside the near hash, spun around, dropped down right at the uh, touchback line. It'll be at the 25 for BYU. So Darren Hall, the offense back out. Two new O-linemen today. Thomas Schoaf at right tackle replacing the injured Keanu Saliapanga. Keanu got hurt in-game. Clark Barrington in replace of uh, Tristan Hodge who didn't travel. Jaron Hall shotgun first and ten at the Cougar 25. 14.52 to play here in Tampa. Play fake. Pocket holds. Now it collapses. He takes off. Jaron throws across the field. It is complete. Shumway at the sideline. And he is somersaulted right at midfield. A 25-yard gain on Hall to Shumway.
2: Tremendous play there by Hall. He, he came out of the pocket. He was patient in the pocket. Initially escaped, was met by a QB spy, a linebacker spying him, found Talon down the field, and was able to complete it.
1: BYU hurries it up. Second longest pass play of the day. Emmanuel Asupa takes the handoff starting right, then halts his course and goes middle. And between the hashes for a gain of four. Second down, six, BYU. The ball at the 46 of South Florida.
2: Really good start to this pivotal drive for the BYU offense. You can't answer, answer touchdowns with field goals. And two plays into it, they're already across midfield.
1: BYU snapped 62 offensive plays. USF 46. USF the slight edge in yards per play at 5 to 4.9. Jaron Hall Gunn Takes the belt high snap. Design keeper. He's trailed and tracked down from behind. And dropped at the 42-yard line by Greg Reeves. So here's a third down and three at the 43 of USF. All kinds of things to think about here. Is Jeff Grimes taking four-down territory? Are they trusting punt and pin right now? Ideally, you just get the first down and not worry about it. Eight of 15 on third down. BYU third down and three. look to the sideline, the audible. Twins left and twins right. The tailback is Katoa to the right hip of Hall. On a third and three, they run option to the right. Keeper for Jaron, has the first down, spins away from tacklers between the rails and goes down at the 37-yard line. Gain of six on third and three. The Cougars convert third and short again. The Cougars on every third and three or shorter have converted, and another offensive lineman is down for BYU. That's Thomas Schoff. So Schoef already in as an injury replacement. He's now down on the ground. But just to restate, BYU's great successes on those third and threes are shorter, and that was the problem area, right? It was all about how they couldn't convert third and three or less. They've converted third and one, third and two, third and two, third and three, third and three. Perfect on third and short today. Timeout on the field with an injury for BYU. At 13-11 to play in Tampa, Cougars 23, Bulls 21 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football
1: brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated local law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. BYU looking to seize a big opportunity right here, right now. First and 10 at the USF 37-yard line. Cougars 23, Bulls of USF 21. Almost two minutes gone here in quarter at number four. Jaron Hall, shotgun with Katoa in pistol. Screen left, complete, Pifo. 35-30. Spun out at the far boundary. Two flags fly late in the play. He's going to be holding on the edge there.
2: Anytime you get a tackle out on these quick, small DBs, they can make a sudden move, and the tackle, you know, natural instinct is to reach out and grab them to try and protect your ball carrier.
4: Block in the back. Number 67 on the offense. 10-yard penalty. Replay first down.
1: By the way, with Thomas Shove having gone out after that previous play, Harris Lachance has come in and operates at right tackle. So BYU's right side of the line comprised of guys who weren't playing as starters before this week. And both freshmen Barrington and Lachance on the right side. Holland the gun. Katoa to his left hip. First and 13 now. Play fake. Pocket closes. Jaron whips one to Romney. Makes a nice catch for a first down two. The crosser at the 25-yard line. Gunner Romney on the reception. And BYU moves the sticks on a first and 13.
2: Really strong hands there by Gunnar Romney as the defensive back was right on his back. He extended his arms, caught the ball away from it. It was able to secure the first down.
1: Cougs go with tempo. Keeper for Jaron Hall. Lost his balance running it to the left and no gain on the play. Just stumbled and slid to the ground at the 25-yard line. Loss of one, actually, on the fall. So second and 11 coming up for BYU. Restating the third and short number from a moment ago. On the year coming into today, BYU is 7 of 19 on third and three or shorter. So from 7-19 and 19 to 5-for-5 five five today. And Jaron Hall's a big part of that. He's rushed for three of those third and shorts and moved the sticks. Diamond uh, tri- uh, triangle cluster of receivers to the right. As the run goes, Katoa left. And Katoa does an arc run to the far side of the field and gets back into the 22-yard line, a gain of maybe three. Third and long coming up for BYU. So a lot of success on third and short. How will BYU fare here on third down and seven? It's BYU's fourth, third, and seven today. We're two for three on this down. Double stacks left and right. Jaron Hall throws under duress, and is behind Simon Incomplete. And no flags on the play, and Hall is hit hard and gets up slowly, but he is up. So now it's fourth down and seven from the USF 22. Yeah, and it'll stay, it'll stay a one-score game should BYU make the field goal, but... Go to 26-21, give BYU a five-point lead. So to force USF into needing a touchdown, Jake Oldroyd on the field. Hayden Livingston will hold, and this will be a field goal try of 39 yards on the left hash. It's a Mountain America field goal attempt. Mitch Harris will snap it. There's the snap, the hold by Hayden, the kick on its way by Jake Oldroyd, and that is no good. So it stays a two-point game. And USF will take over after this. Eleven twenty to play in the fourth quarter. BYU 23, South Florida 21 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Back to school or back to football, back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill, whether it's the flame-grilled meats, seafood, or the award-winning unlimited salad festival. Dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. Well, BYU's never gotten a win in the state of Florida. 0-7 all time. Four regular season losses, three postseason losses. So BYU trying to end that particular string of futility here today, and things have looked good, in fact, very good at certain points here today, but not so great at the moment. BYU's lead's two, and USF gets the ball at the Bulls' own 22-yard line. BYU a chance to score to make it a five-point game, and Jake Oldroyd missing moments ago. After having gone three for three on his field goal tries, Jake Oldroyd misfiring from 39. He made 30, made from 51, made from 22 and 28 earlier, missing from 39, so three of four. If I'm the BYU defense here, Greg, I prepare for
2: tempo. USF's best drives have come on the ground and when they've run, hurry up tempo.
1: BYU three down linemen. As the run goes middle into those three with Cronkright. Jordan Cronkright gets five. Maybe four. Second and six. Here for South Florida. Bracken Elbakry the tackle. Cronkright nearing 100 yards on the ground. 20 carries, 95. Shotgun McLeod. Give Cronkright. The Florida transfer. Pushes himself to the outside. Has the first down. He's undercut by Isaiah Heron, but not till he got to the line to gain. At least it looked like a line... To gain, and indeed he got there so move the sticks a bit of a look to the sideline but they'll move the chains he comes out does right. first and 10 USF now at the 32 of South Florida ball on the near rail BYU with four down linemen three downs and Wilgar on the edge handoff Sands this time Sands as the yards are coming a little easier on the ground right now has stood up and finally dropped after a gain of six So second down and four for South Florida. Clock rolling at 10.35 here in the fourth quarter. BYU's lead two, 23-21. The Cougars home to Boise State next Saturday night. This was an afternoon kick in the Eastern time zone with the heat and humidity and diametrical opposites. Next Saturday night, 8.30 kick in the Northern Utah chill against Boise. Trayvon Sands takes the handoff from McLeod. Sands. Starts off right, and he gets the first down and then some. On second and four, gain of seven till he's tackled. Now to the 44-yard line of USF.
2: US, but, wow, as they make a complete line change. Greg, I, that's probably nine of the 11 players for BYU on the defense swap out as USF is making it clear that they are going to win or at least go ahead in this ballgame on the backs of their five linemen up front and their running backs.
1: See if BYU can get a fresh legs run stop here. The run tally is up to 179 yards for South Florida. They load the backfield, and again a good run. Cronkright, and Cronkite may take it. At least he'll take it long. 40, 30, 20, 15 yard line of BYU Jordan. Cronkright with a burst, and Max Tooley saves the touchdown. And now the Bulls are over 200 yards rushing. BYU allowing 221 per game, and it's another one of those games for the BYU Cougars. Jordan Cronkright over 100 on that carry. Takes it deep to the 15 of BYU, and now USF's in position to take a lead in this game. They specialize in short field goals, and this would be one if they get nothing, but they're already down to the 15, first down and 10. They load the backfield, tailback and H-back. H-back le- blocks for tail, and that tail, Trayvon Sands, gets inside the 10. I give him right to the 10, a gain of 5. Second down and 5. Well, five to go in the 4th. And Greg, two quick
3: injury updates on this drive. Lorenzo Fautea and Chaz have pulled themselves off the field. Looks like Lorenzo with a shoulder injury and Chaz with an ankle injury. Um, keep you updated on the status of those.
1: Kelly Joyner Jr. now in the game. Left hip of McLeod. BYU's got to get a player off late. They don't, they're not cleared to snap, so that player will get off just fine. Now the center judge backs off and lets the Bulls snap it on second and five from the BYU 10. Jordan McLeod in the gun. BYU shows blitz from the edge. Soft Look from that edge. The handoff goes left to Joiner, and not much there. So on second and five from the ten, no gain running left. Third and five. Ten-yard line of BYU in a two-point game. Good so job
2: by Max Tooley on that play, fighting off what I thought was a hold, but he was able to shuck the block despite his jersey being grabbed, pursued down the line of scrimmage for the tackle of no gain, setting up the, the vital third down.
1: USF the latest team to go for 200-plus against BYU on the ground. 225 and counting. Jordan McLeod, tailback to his left, H-back to the right, the give to Cronkright, started right, went back left, inside the five, got, did not get it, did not get close. Well, let's see. Did he get to the line they, again? I think he did. He got did. him he at got the past four, it. Three and so half, on third yep. and five from the ten, he got to the five, passed it to the three and a half, setting up first and goal. That was everything. On third down and five, they trust the run game to do what it's been doing, which is gaining big chunks. And to the three-yard line, first and goal from the three for USF. Knocking on the door. Cronk right, left hip. Jordan McLeod. Shotgun. Chest high snap. Give to Jordan. Follows his blocker right and falls into the end zone for the touchdown. And South Florida has a lead at 27-23 with a PAT pending. 7-37 to play.
2: Pretty plain and simple there, Greg. Not even a thought to throw the ball or put the ball in the air. That was all run game. That was all USF up front. And their running backs picking holes The entire way down the field for the touchdown.
1: Lead of four at 27-23. Keep the offense on the field. Make it a six-point game. With 7.37 to play. USF had not led at any point today until right now. BYU led 3-0, 10-0, 13-0, 13-7, 16-7, 16-14, 23-14, 23-21, And now the Cougars trail, 27-23. For the Cougars to win now, it will require a comeback. They call timeout to the Bulls. They've used their second of three here in the second half.
4: Timeout, South Florida. This is their second timeout of the half. 32nd timeout.
1: Yeah, we're not going to do a 30-minute timeout. That's a little (laughs) excessive. Located on University Parkway in Orem, Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience. So come visit our store today. 7.37 to play. And it's BYU trailing now. It's 27-23. And BYU appeared to be uh, very much in business after Chaz Ayu pulled in an INT late in quarter number three. But a fumbled punt snap after the ensuing drive went nowhere, kind of flipped this game around in South Florida's favor. What we just saw was a USF drive of 78 yards, covering nine plays, most of it running, and 3.43 off the clock. The Cronkite touchdown, and USF leads it 27-23. The offensive unit on the field to make it 29-23. Looking for the two-point conversion. Lining up in the gun with a tailback and H-back. Both to the right. So power gun for USF. They motion the H back, stop him between left guard and left tackle. The pullback from McLeod, and he throws to the end zone for the two-point conversion. flag flies. Complete to Mathis, but he shoved off. Offensive PI is going to wave off the two-point conversion.
4: Pass interference, number five on the offense. Replay the try.
1: So it must have been the pick then because the receiver was not the guy they called. They called the rubber, I think, Randall St. Felix. So they call St. Felix for a pick, freeing Mathis for the two-point conversion, and now they'll forego the two and kick for one to make it 28-23. It was a good two-point call, but that rub turned into a pick, one they called for P.I. What it also does is make it a longer P.A.T. try as well. So Kobe Weiss on. For what will now be a 35-yard PAT, a little NFL feel right here. In an NFL stadium, they'll try an NFL-style PAT. Kobe Weiss from straight away to make it a five-point game. High snap, put down. Hmm, barely gets to the uprights and no good. So that little pick play may or may not have something to say with how this thing turns out. Between four and five, not much of a difference. 27-23, timeout on the field. 7.37 to go. South Florida takes a lead here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. South
1: Florida 27, BYU 23 hours score. 7.37 to play. The Bulls have taken the lead after BYU led all the way here today, and now the Cougars trail, and there could be a late twist in this game. Let's head down to Mitchell Jurgens. Mitch, what do you know? Yeah, so I just did get report that Jaron
3: Hull is being evaluated and might be done for the game, which would mean that Baylor Romney, the backup quarterback, would come to finish this game for the Cougars. Um, still being evaluated,
1: not sure if he's going to return, um, but that is the update I have to date. Wow. Wow. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Baylor-Romney has the backup QB headset vest off. Joe Critchlow has the vest still on. And it appears that Baylor-Romney is getting ready to enter the game once BYU gets the football after this USF kickoff. Spencer Schrader to boot away from right to left, south to north. Ball in the air. As shadows creep into the stands ever higher at Raymond James Stadium. In the 10-yard line, short kickoff, and Lopini Katoa gets out to the 30-yard line with a decent return. So, the third-string quarterback takes the field with his team down four and BYU needing a touchdown to get ahead. If they're to get ahead on this drive, that is. It'll be first and 10 Cougars at the 30-yard line, and Baylor Romney, 6'2", 193 freshman, a redshirt last year, Played his high school ball in El Paso, Texas. Brother of Gunner is on for BYU. Matt Bushman sets up left. Trips to the right. And it's Baylor-Romney's game for the time being. Jaron Hall out of the game. Baylor in the gun. Sione Finau takes the handoff. And Sione has a nice little run going off. Tackle left. That's a gain of six, almost seven on first and ten. So freshman (laughs) handing off to freshman in a game. The Cougars now trail 27-23. Finau the run. The
2: offensive line, which is down two of its five from the you know from last week, yeah. is really I think gotta be the position group that steps up and takes this game upon itself.
1: So Baylor in the gun. now is the trail back on pistol. USF brings just the four. Baylor throws near side, complete to Simon, but not for the first down. He's two yards shy. Micah Simon on the catch on second and four, two or three yards on the gain. So on a day where BYU's been perfect on third and short. Comes the biggest third and short of this day. BYU facing third down and two. Long one, really. Let's call it third and one. BYU five for five on third and three or shorter. They go to pistol with Katoa. Now the tailback behind Baylor Romney. Yes, Baylor Romney, the third stringer, is in the game. Goes under center. They sneak it. USF read it well, but the pile pushes for the first down. So they give the shotgun pistol look, they walk up to the center, they go quarterback sneak under center, and Baylor Romney converts. We'll call that a UCCU smart decision. And here's a smart decision the UCCU 4321 cashback rewards card, which gives you more cash back on the spending you do the most. UCCU, love where you bank. Well, can Baylor Romney create a new little chapter of BYU folklore here tonight? BYU coming from behind late now with the third stringer behind center. In the gun. Katoa to his left hip. 27-23, USF leads it. Hifo on fly sweep. Baylor Romney on keep, and he gets rocked in the backfield. Loss of yardage on the play from first and ten to second and 12. Dwayne Boyles, Jr. on the tackle for loss. Another TFL for South Florida. That's 11 tackles for loss on the day. Another game with double-digit TFLs for USF.
2: Greg, you've been mentioning Greg Reeves' name, and that and Kirk Livingston was the one who provided the initial penetration on that last play. That's the left side of the USF offensive
1: line going against the right side of the BYU offensive line. The game a loss of three to second and 13. You want to keep Baylor on a third and long. Twins left and right. They motion Hifo. They play fake Katoa. Baylor's got room to the right, takes off to run, and is tripped up just outside the 40-yard line, got three. Third down and 10, forthcoming for BYU. Long 9, almost 10. So down of the game with five minutes to play. It's the third string QB needing to convert on third and nine. BYU still has three timeouts remaining. Under five to go. you got to think the right play is punt away if you don't get the yardage here. Wouldn't want to risk that at this stage of the game at this part of the field. 42-yard line. Third down and nine. BYU. Baylor Romney in the gun. He's got trips to his wide left. Single wide right. Baylor on a three step. Throws complete to Matt Bushman! On the seam at the 45, the 35, beg your pardon, to the 30 yard line of South Florida. The market back at the 32. A third and nine converted Romney to Bushman. Just floated it to him. And that's Matt Bushman's 100th career catch at BYU as they run Katoa middle to the 25. Spot him 26, gain of four, second and six, 4.15 to go. Matt Bushman's 100th career catch is a huge one for BYU. Baylor back to the gun. Claps the hands, receives the chest high snap. Tight end screen near side. Bushman makes the catch, is cut down immediately. No gain on the play, third down, four. Under four minutes to play here in Tampa. USF leading at
2: 27-23. Going back to that big third down. Uh, Baylor did a great job finding your experienced playmakers on that third down. I hope to see it again on this one, on
1: this third and four. So BYU, perfect on the day, on third and short. Third and three are shorter, six for six. They hand off Finau, Sione busts it, 15-yard line inside the 15. Another third down conversion, and the Cougs are set up inside
2: the red zone. Maybe Sione's not the season vet, but those guys up front are, and they created a great hole for him on a third and four to be able to convert setting up the Cougars for as they substitute uh, Katoa for Finau here from the 13-yard
1: line. BYU trailing it by four. Have to get in the end zone. 3.15 to play. It's four-down territory. First and goal from a uh, first and ten from the 13. Nearside hash. Baylor-Romney shotgun. Katoa to his left hip. Snap Baylor. Lobs it for Romney, Romney pushed in the end zone no flags, no flags the ball was beyond Gunner so Baylor to Gunner on that wouldn't that have been something for the lead the brother act in for BYU, it goes to second and ten from the thirteen. Three minutes even to play BYU has three timeouts left but the only play is four downs right now, they've got three downs more to make ten yards Baylor, Romney in the gun, Sione Finau left hip The shotgun snap, the handoff. Finau. Finau puts his hand on the blocker to the right. Gets inside the ten. Takes a hard hit on the top of the helmet. Gets down to the eight. Third down and five. Now two downs for five yards. BYU with 2:45 on the clock, trailing at 27-3. Has to get in, and they got a third stringer in charge. BYU with a replacement right side of the offensive line, a second replacement at quarterback as Hall has left the game. Can they somehow find a way to get it done here in Tampa? The play clock down to 15. The game clock at 2.30. Baylor-Romney shotgun. Near hash, third and five from the eight. Hifo motion for fly sweep. They give to Aleva. Aleva tripped up, runs through it. Trying to get to the far sideline. Doesn't get there. All the way forced out. Loss of yardage on the play at the 10-yard line. Now, it is fourth down and seven. It's one play to basically save the day for BYU. It's got to this.
2: You don't even, one of the things here is while you're probably going to take a shot for the end zone, you don't need it. So all options are open with uh, the line to game being at the three. You can go for the score here, but you also have an opportunity to move the sticks and get a fresh set of downs. Fourth
1: down and seven at the 10-yard line. Far hash, Baylor-Romney in the gun. Claps the hands, takes the belt high snap, throws complete to the five, and only the five did not get there. Gunner romney on the reception from brother Baylor. He stopped short. Needed seven, got five. Turnover on downs, One thirty-six to play. BYU can stop the clock three times. One USF first down ends the game. BYU needs three stops and a punt to keep hope alive.
2: Game management and time management are really important in close games like this. The fact that BYU has their full uh, allowance of timeouts is really big here. They were able to start off the game with 3-3 and outs in that first quarter, and we haven't seen one in a while as USF has picked up some momentum running the ball on the ground, which we expect to see here. If that BYU defense from the first quarter can return, They'll be able to get the ball back with one last
1: shot. And still close enough to the goal line to cause USF a little bit of concern. Five-yard line, the snap. And they've got a shotgun snap to the goal line to McLeod. The handoff goes Cronkright middle. Middle for three. And BYU now calls timeout at 129. So second down and seven coming up for South Florida. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of BYU Athletics. StubHub be there.
4: BYU. This is the first time out of the half. 32nd timeout in duration.
1: So USF about seven yards away from almost ending it here. And who would have thought the way this game was going, and we said or had some of the same feelings a couple of weeks ago in Toledo, the way that game was going. But they just could not find a way to finish it BYU that day. And today, a late lead has been given up, and South Florida leads it now 27-23, 129 to play. And the uh, Bulls facing a second-and-eight official. I'm going to call it a long seven. BYU, two timeouts remaining. USF is a first down away from almost salting it away. They put McLeod in the gun. H back to the left, tail back to the right. They give us to Cronkright. Jordan Cronkright runs into a pile. They go safe middle to the 10, and that's it. Timeout again, BYU. Third down and five from the 10 of USF with 1.23 to play.
4: Timeout, BYU. This is the second of the half. 30-second timeout in duration.
1: We've been coming to you all day from the Mo Betta's broadcast booth. Our broadcast booth is brought to you and sponsored by Mo Betta's. Mo Betta's Hawaiian food, Hawaiian-style food, and it's delicious It's eaten the best food with ohana or family at Mo Betta's. And in Hawaii, we're all family, right? Hawaiian food coming from a diverse mixture of cultures and food preparation styles. You get all the best at Mo Betta's. Text the word ALOHA to 88588. That's 88588. The word ALOHA to get some free Mo Betta's bucks and try it for yourself. Mo Betta's, Hawaiian style food. All right, third down, five for South Florida on the USF 10-yard line, just outside the 10. 1.23 123 to play, BYU with one timeout remaining. So essentially, it's this play that either keeps BYU alive or ends hope for the Cougars. You got to be stout up the middle, but not let these running backs
2: bounce. They're gonna run the ball. Got to be a real disciplined defense.
1: McLeod on the keeper, and for only a couple, maybe three to the right side. BYU has to call the final timeout, and they do with 117 to go. So the Cougars will get another look or looks on offense defense did its job usf needed one first down to solve the game away they didn't get it and now on fourth down and two south florida will be punting and byu will first of all look for a good return from aleva time then
4: byu this is the full timeout third and last time out of the half.
1: and then look for magic from baylor romney Only a touchdown will do, and USF will try and keep everything in front of them in the final minute of play.
2: I'm holding out hope earlier in the game, Greg. uh, Sione Finau, who's been extremely productive on the ground in the offense, he almost blocked a punt. Ed Lamb has been known for dialing up special teams plays that can be game changers. So it has has to be now, right? Right, and I don't know if they'll get the same look that they got earlier in the game, but it was a really good look. Sione missed it by a matter of inches. So I'd imagine BYU is going to be coming after this punt with South Florida punting from their own end zone, and then Aleva will do his best to you know, either get a good return if it's a good look. At the very minimum, fair catch it. So you, you only have what will end up being somewhere between 55 to 65 yards
1: to go for the win with a minute and change left. Well, BYU had some uh, late game, last-minute magic on the road at Tennessee earlier. They look for the same at Tampa now. USF 27, and BYU 23 Hours score. BYU's led almost all the way here today. They've done so many things they wanted to do. Have just not found the finishing touch yet. Will they have a chance to apply it? The punter, Trent Schneider, is in his end zone. He's one yard deep. Hifo awaits at the 40. Schneider has boomed some, but also kind of floated and wobbled some. BYU with eight on the line. They bring six. That's a great punt by Schneider. Away from Hefo and deep. Did exactly what he had to do, and now it's a long field facing the Cougars. That's precisely what you want your guy to do. Sets BYU up at the 26-yard line. Well, I did not expect that, Greg. He
2: didn't show his ability to, to boom a punt like that. Not only did he
1: get a lot of distance on it, but he kicked it cross away. field. Yeah, away from depot yes. and right out of bounds. A 64-yard kick. Or 61 on the official tally. Either way, 60-plus, plus. and now BYU's at the 26-yard line. 74 yards away, 69 seconds to play, and only a touchdown will do. And as the third stringer, the freshman, the redshirt freshman, Baylor Romney, having replaced the redshirt freshman, Jaron Hall. And Jaron had a good game going. Baylor in the gun doubles left and right snap Romney takes his back pedal loads up and fires complete to his brother gunner at the 45 46 that's a connection they've been working on for what
2: probably 18 years of their lives it's so funny to see these brothers connect up that
1: was not probably the best read but they just have that natural connection between themselves clock running at 50 seconds now Baylor on the back pedal Looks to his right, steps up, takes off to the right, tucks to run, gets to the sideline, and steps out, trying to get as much as he can out of that run. The clock will stop at 44 seconds, but the ball's in South Florida territory. BYU looking for the last-minute miracle here with the third stringer, trying to put it in the end zone. From the 45-yard line of South Florida, 44 seconds to play. 27-23 USF, the official spot is the 44. So, 44-yard line, 44 seconds, four points, the deficit. USF 27, BYU 23, Baylor in the gun. Katoa to his right, trips to his left with a single wide right. And that wide is a a tight end, Matt Bushman. The hand clap, the shotgun snap, the chest high to Baylor. Looks left, fires left. It is caught by Shumway, who's hammered. Just hit and hangs on. What a catch. 27-yard line. He's down, not getting up. He just got rocked. Talon Shumway holding his ribs midsection. Maybe just wind knocked out. You hope he just got hammered as he caught that ball. It's just outside the 20-yard line, 39 seconds to play.
2: Is there a runoff rule, Greg, for an injury for
1: the team? If there's no flag, if the only thing stopping the clock Is would have been injury, the injury and there's no flag they'll on the they just wind play. it on the whistle, right? Now, they, there was, there would have been a brief stoppage to move the sticks on that play and then start it on signal. And so I think we are maybe possibly in a runoff situation here, and that's what they're discussing around the ball right now.
2: So while we hope the best for for Talon's health and of course that's our biggest concern it does look like he just took a helmet right to that diaphragm area and he's having some trouble getting some breath. I didn't see any contact and I'm not seeing any on the replay with his head or neck area so that's that's encouraging. Yeah, it just looks like he's down there having trouble breathing. Probably's got some blue lips going. He's up and uh, heading off the field. So it's There's happy no to see that.
3: For a well, and right a great off. catch by great dude, catch dude, by Talon down, just down, to eight. focus in on that ball. It was, you know, it was in tight coverage. He took a big blow, uh, but great job to keep his concentration up and hold on to that football.
1: Romney Gunn on first and 10 from the USF 27-yard line. Clock is now running at 35 seconds. Baylor throws down the far sideline. It is incomplete. Oh, a hold or a P.I. Micah Simon was held down the far boundary. P.I. against South Florida, and the Cougars with 31 seconds. You hear the movement downfield.
2: Sorry, Greg, you hear the boos ring out as the home crowd doesn't like it. Pass
4: interference, number nine on the defense. $15 penalty, automatic first down.
2: But he was not clandestine, the defensive back was not clandestine about that at all. He was grabbing Micah's jersey the entire way down the field, so much so that Micah had to throw up his hands in disbelief on the
1: route. Baylor Romney in shotgun on first and ten now for BYU at the 31 of USF. 12-yard line, Baylor in the pocket. Lobs it for the back corner of the end zone. It is intended for brother Baylor. He catches, but out of bounds. Baylor Romney to Gunner Romney. Brother Gunner made the catch, but he made it out of bounds on the near sideline in the end zone. So it was Baylor to Gunner Romney. The catch was made, but out of bounds. Second down and 10 from the 12 of USF. Bulls lead at 27-23. They needed one first down to win the game. They didn't get it. The punt to BYU. The ensuing drive gets down to the 12. Baylor and shotgun. Trips to the right. Single left. Throw to the back of the end zone for Bushman this time on the left side, and that's incomplete wide. So now third and ten from the 12. 22 seconds to go. Very similar to what BYU was in last time here. Two looks. Neither one went and got the Cougars where they needed to be. Now they need it with 22 seconds remaining. They've taken two shots to the end zone. They still have the
2: middle of the field open. With the short field, they can run up and spike the ball if they need to. Actually, third down, that's a, that's
1: not an option anymore. Third and 10 from the 12. The snap to Baylor-Romney. Pressure oh, from uh, the left. He goes down! Hustle back. you got to get final play. Don't snap it. He is sacked. It'll go to fourth down and long. The game clock is down, and the BYU player injured with 12 seconds. With 12 seconds... A BYU player down, not getting up, and is that show? Schof came back in the game and has gone down again. So Schof has left the game earlier, came back in, and is now down 12 seconds on the clock. A fourth down and long coming up for BYU. be a fourth down and 18 from the 20. Fourth and 18 from the 20-yard line. And another injury stoppage. That was a sack. Due to the injury
4: on the offense, there's a 10-second runoff. Will the clock operator please put four seconds on the clock?
1: So they say the sack happened with 14. They'll run it down to four. On my ready. And so BYU, now the the, the game clock will start on the referee's ready. We're down to one play. BYU either scores a touchdown on this play or it's over. Fourth down, 18 from the 20. Time for one play as Shof is being helped off the field. Gunner's already ready for the snap, but they got to get personnel off. Kalani Sitake is on the field, chatting with the referee. Kalani gets cleared. Here we go. It's a four-point game. BYU needs a touchdown right here, right now. Four seconds to play, final play of the game. Trips to the right, Bushman left, Baylor in the gun. James Empey crouches over the ball. It's cleared to snap. Snap, Baylor takes his drop, steps up, lobs it for the end zone. The ball is in the air, and it is batted down by the Bulls. The game is over, and South Florida wins it 27-23. It's another road heartbreaker for the Cougs. We'll have a post-game recap next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Well, a couple of weeks ago in Toledo, BYU took a lead to halftime. And in the second half, things flipped around. BYU could never get it flipped back the right way, and the Cougars lost the game. Today, here in Tampa, BYU had the halftime lead of 16-7. Things got flipped in the second half and never flipped back. And as the Cougars get outscored 20-7 in the second half, BYU falls 27-23 to South Florida. And BYU now falls to 2-4 on the year. And if you want to take a little bit of a bigger picture look at this, and if you want to be presumptuous enough to believe that BYU will justifiably be able to be favored and win against teams like Idaho State, Liberty, and UMass. Now you get to five wins. Where's that sixth going to come? Didn't come in Toledo. Didn't come in Tampa. Boise, Utah State, San Diego State. Three Mountain West teams. That are at the top of the Mountain West. That, that may be favorites over you in all of those games are now the teams you have to beat to probably get to the postseason and have a winning season. These two winnable games at Toledo and Tampa were led by BYU at halftime. And in the Kalani Satake era, taking leads into the second half has been pretty surefire until the last two games. And we talked about it and tweeted about it, and ultimately they come back to haunt today. Those long drives in the first half, 10 plays, 11 plays, 14 plays that don't get into the end zone. Those field goals instead of touchdowns cost BYU today. Other things cost BYU. Nothing more maybe costly and untimely than a fumbled punt snap, which you just don't see. We haven't seen for a long time. I Can't remember the last one. And that one play seemed to change the day for BYU. After Chaz you had seemingly made the play that keeps BYU in a good position on, on an INT. It was back and forth as it was at Toledo. And the last fourth went to the home team. And BYU does get down and near the end zone on its last two possessions. Inside the 20. Couldn't convert either time. The last one under a little more duress and a little more of a desperation situation. But either way, BYU, had looks inside the 15-yard line, I believe, on each of the last two possessions and could not get into the end zone. And ultimately, this year, so far, the inability to finish drives and finish possessions inside the 35 or inside the red zone with touchdowns is the um, that, that's the crucial misgiving on this offense right now. Riley, thoughts?
2: You're exactly right, Greg. That's my thought. It was you know, we talk about drives that ended in field goals. We also had, as you mentioned, the last two drives ended in nothing, coming away with, without any points uh, being inside the 12. And, and as you watch the – so we tried two fade passes and then a sack and then a desperation to sum up those final four plays, the final set of downs inside the red zone to, to cap that game and there was enough time left on the clock. There was enough um, situational game time left that you didn't have to resort to 50-50 balls in the corner of the end zone, one of which was thrown too far out of bounds. The other one was was guarded or defended extremely well. You have to be able to put your players in positions where they have a little bit more options, and granted, we're dealing with a third-string quarterback who does not have a lot of reps in practice and has maybe never repped. If he's repped a red zone period at all. Or a two-minute. Or a two-minute, that's maybe he's gotten a total of ten to a dozen plays of the, over the course of the season to this point. So I realize it's a tough scenario, but we got to be able to get a little bit more inventive, a little bit more creative, or find a playmaker who's going to rise up and capitalize in those red zone opportunities.
1: BYU got uh, at or inside the 35-yard line eight times today and had two touchdowns on those uh, eight forays inside the 35-yard line of uh, South Florida. BYU's last three drives ended the 22-missed field goal. The five-yard line, turnover on downs, and the 20-yard line, the fourth down play to end the game. So the last three drives, all in scoring territory, zero points. And BYU falls by four. All right, so post game numbers then we'll get back over to BYU Radio and Jason Shepard will bring you a a Cougar post game live segment or segments before he heads over to Southfield for some soccer a little later. BYU falls 27-23 by despite outgaining South Florida by 124 yards, 439 to 315. 221 to 72 passing. They were outrushed 243 to 218. So Charlie Strong's teams now go to 17 and 1 when rushing the opponent and BYU's been outrushed in 8 straight games dating back to last year. BYU 26 first downs to USF's 19. BYU 12 for 22 on third downs. Very good number. USF was good after failing early on a bunch. They were 6 for 12 on the day. BYU 0 for 3 on fourth downs. BYU ran 31 more plays than South Florida, but South Florida averaged more yards per play than BYU. BYU plus 15 in possession time. They were an aver- averaging roughly minus 8 to minus 10 per game coming into today. Uh, Turnovers, BYU loses again at plus. BYU loses back-to-back games with a positive turnover margin at plus one today. Jaron Hall, 15 for 23 for a buck 48 and a score. Baylor Romney, 6 for 10 for 73. No touchdowns, no INTs. Jaron Hall ran uh, 83 yards on 16 carries with a touchdown. Matt Bushman, 5 for 44 to lead BYU receiving. Jordan McLeod, 7 for 14. Touchdown and a pick, 72 yards is all. They ran, ran, ran. Jordan Cronkwright, 26 for 158. He's gained 200-plus yards and make it 300-plus yards over his last two games. Cronkite, that is, two rushing touchdowns. Jordan McLeod also ran for one. Mitch Wilcox, the only guy with multiple catches for USF, two for 52, and a touchdown that got them really kind of underway today. All right, BYU falls 27-23, falls to 2-4 and four on the year. Cougar postgame live next with Jason Shepard before we come back to Raymond James Stadium in Tampa here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.